amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Hello, Tom here. The Berkshire Football Stories podcast has got a new sponsor. Exciting, huh? That doesn't mean that we've got new kit, though. The club secretary has made us print it over the top of last season's shirt sponsor. He reckons it'll stretch to at least another year. He mumbled something about those footballs we keep kicking over the fence not paying for themselves. Our new sponsor? Oh, that would be MRS Digital, an award-winning digital marketing agency offering affordable social media, pay-per-click and search engine optimization to help local businesses thrive since 1999. To find out more, visit mrs.digital and tell them we sent you. Hello and welcome to the Berkshire Football Stories podcast with me, Tom Canning, and him, Rob Davis. Uh, this is our pub, but not in a pub chat podcast we're doing daily to try and keep ourselves and all of you busy during the lockdown. You can see more podcasts from us by searching Berkshire Football Stories on your favourite podcast app. You can also follow us on Twitter at FI Berkshire and find out more at www.footballinberkshire.co.uk. Today, our special guest is former Binfield and Wokingham and Embrook manager Roger Herridge, who joins us on the phone. Hello, Rog. Uh, hello, how are you? Uh, not not bad, not bad. Um, you you look well. You look rested. Rested, yeah. I mean, uh, very rested at the moment. I suppose with uh, with what's going on in the in the world at the moment. But yeah, uh, yeah. I'm I'm not too bad, thank you very much. Has it has it sunk in that you are former Binfield manager yet? Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, it's uh, it, it 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 feels strange. Um, I suppose if uh, if there was football going on at the moment it would probably feel a feel a, a, a lot worse but um yeah as, as, as i say it's uh, it's gonna it's gonna take a while to to sink in that uh, whenever we're, we're back playing again that uh, i won't be on that side of the fence in the dugout yeah. um yeah berating referees <laughs> do, do you was it was it always your intention to stand down or, or did you just need a break and in which case you've got a break are you going to sort of be hankering to get back at something next whenever next season starts yeah i, I mean certainly um the end of last season or to, uh, sorry the, the season the season that the last season that finished um you know, with I suppose the build up to that Hardly game, which was 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 our final game, the cup final. I think in my mind then I thought, uh, you know, if we if we if we had won that that game, um, it would have been a, a nice way to to end, I suppose, really. But um, I don't know. You know, I had a conversation with um, Bob Bacon, and uh, you know, Bob's always been very supportive and. Uh, um, he didn't. He didn't want me to go. So uh, I think that probably sort of tied in with uh, a, a conversation I had not long after with um, Carl Withers, and it probably just gave me that little bit of uh, enthusiasm to, to to stay another year. Uh, I mean, the opportunity to, to work with Carl was one that you know I was quite excited by, and uh, and I didn't want to to miss out on. 
It's a few bits to follow up on there. But uh, first of all, um, would there be have been anything that um, made you change your mind on that? Because Binfield having a pretty good season um, uh, last year before everything got cancelled, and you know, we're certainly in contention for uh, playing next season at step four. Would uh, would a potential promotion have changed your mind and maybe uh, pushed your decision back an extra year? I think it would certainly have made the, the decision a lot tougher. Um, but no, I don't think so. I'm, I mean, I, you know, when I sat down with, with Carl, we, we met in, a, in, the, in the Warren pub, um, which on the outskirts of Binfield, and, and we had a conversation. And, uh, you know, Carl spoke about his, you know, his, his thoughts and views and ambitions going forward. Um, and, you know, and I was just honest with him, really. You know, I, you know, I, I said that I felt it, it was time for me to, to have a rest and and that would probably definitely come at the end of this season. Um, if we'd have, you know, listen, if we'd have won the league, if we'd have uh, gone further in the Vars, all, all those those things, um, I don't think it would have changed my, my, my decision. Um but if 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 we had won the league and got promoted, it would have, it would have been a great way to to you know to to call time on my my you know my spell as manager of Infield. Um. Now, of course, towards the start of the season, you you managed to to bring in a um a little lad, tough tackling central midfielder, uh, called called Jamie McClurg. Uh, and and uh, as far as as far as we're aware, he came on board as part of the management team. Did that did that make it easier? And and I know you have a little bit of history with Jamie as well that you that you asked me to ask him. But by the time I'd seen the message from you when we spoke to him, um, I, I'd I'd missed your message. But do, do you want to just talk to us a little bit, sort of about Jamie and and, and sort of what what happened there and 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 the the history that you have? Yeah, well, I, th- I think um, yeah, I mean the the Jamie thing was sort of part of. You know the conversation that, that I had with Wibbs really. I mean, you know, as you know from 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 the podcast you did with with Dodsey, you know, Wibbs and, and Dodsey are, are close friends. Um, and you know, I mean, you know, at the end of last season, we, we weren't a hundred percent sure what 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 Dodsey going to do, whether he was going to, you know, continue to play, whether he was going to continue to play at at, at uh, at step four level or possibly higher or, or, or what he was going to do really. So, you know, I mean, after I, I spoke to Wibbs, I, I did have a couple of conversations with, with Dodsey. Um, and, you know, I mean, Dodsey coming on board, I suppose it, it, it certainly rekindled a, a few memories of, of my, well, nearly my last season in men's football when, when Dodsey was coming through at Finchampstead as a, Oh, 15, 16 year old, and uh, and uh, you know he, he had the, uh, you know he was fortunate to play in midfield alongside me. So uh, <laughs> you know, I, I'd, I'd like to I'd like to say I taught him everything he, he knows, but you know listen, you, you knew at 15, 16 that he was uh, he was going to go on and, and play a much much higher level than than, than we were playing there. But um, yeah, I mean you know it's sort of strange, isn't it? You know you you know you I was ended uh, I've ended my football career with with with, with uh, my playing days with Dodsey alongside me, and, and I've ended my my management days with Dodsey alongside me. So, uh, but look, it's, you know, it's, it, you know, both playing and, and being part of a management team with him, was, you know, has certainly been a privilege mm-hmm. and one I've enjoyed. Did, uh, oh yeah, what did um, um, Jamie and Carl add to your management team, and what do you think we can expect from uh, Binfield going forward? I think. 
I mean, look, you know, both both of them were. Um, I mean, I think I've described uh, Carl in his playing days as a, as a Rolls Royce, and, <laughs> yes. uh, and, and certainly, um, you know, Dodsey is is exactly the same. You know, both 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 great footballers, but you know, look, you know, they've come in and um, you know they've got a, a great knowledge of the game. Um, you know, they obviously, you know, I mean, we've played hundreds of games at step five level. Dodsey's played hundreds of games at you know step four step three you know levels levels above so um you know they've, they've got great experience you know great knowledge they've got great contacts but I, you know i just think it was it was just that extra little bit of um you know impetus enthusiasm excitement um that they brought into the dressing room and um you know and uh, and, and certainly a bit of professionalism as well so um it was you know, in, in my time at Binford, you know, I've had some, some good teams. Uh, we've had some good team spirits. But, you know, what those two created this year, um, you, you, I mean, you rarely get, you know, it was perfect, really. You know, we had, we had, we had, strong, we had strong characters. You know, we had, we had leaders right across the park. We had experience. Um, you know, obviously we had young players as well. But it was it was such a happy dressing room, you know. It was such a happy dressing room, and uh, and you know I, I made no secret of of it all season. When, whenever I spoke to you guys, or whenever I spoke to, to Dave Wright or whoever from the, the Woken Sport, you know I would give those two full credit for you know what we've done this year, you know. And um, in terms of Binfield going forward. Um, I think it's going to be exciting times. I really do. You know, I mean, none of us know when we're going to play football again. Um, you know, if that's in August, um, which I doubt, or obviously whenever it is, you know, Binfield will have um, a management team um, as good as any other level, if not a level or two above. You know, with 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 you know, I listened to Jeff's podcast this week and. Uh, you know what a guy he is, and, and great experience, and uh, you know as good as as good as coaches you get. So um, you know that's going to be a, that's going to have a massive influence on things. And you know Tony Perry and his son Ross. Um, as I say, it's I can't see anything other than exciting times ahead for Binfield. Um, as soon as we, you know, as soon as they can get back out there and start playing again. Um, you had uh, prior to obviously Carl and, and Jamie coming on board. You you had a pretty tight management team yourself uh, in in recent years. Who 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 were those guys? Can you can you tell us a little bit about about the guys? You had uh, you had Rob Wichard and Paul Clayton and, and a couple of guys. I noticed also yeah, looking back uh, the other day, you Tony Perry was actually there at the start with you when you started at Binfield back in twenty thirteen ish. Yeah, I mean I mean Tony was I mean look you know Tony Tony's a great guy and. Um, when you know when Tally stood down, which was um, I think a, a shock to us all. Um, Tony was the goalkeeping coach un, under Tally, and um, you know thankfully he stayed around. I mean you know at, at the time, it, you know I had a couple of people in, in mind that I, I wanted to bring in as, as my assistant, but uh, you know when you're in sort of op, October, November time or, or whenever it was, you know unfortunately those guys were already. At, at clubs and you know to be fair to them wanted to be loyal to to, to to the people that they were working with at the time but i mean you know i mean tony was fantastic you know as i say he continued to do the goalkeeper coaching um and and really he was the assistant manager so uh, you know tony again has um you know played played the game to a high level he's got good experience 
and I really, really enjoyed working with him. Um, I think at, at the end of that season, he had uh, he had a few things going on with his with his with his business, which meant he he had to step away. So, you know, I I, I, I was contacted by by Glenn Gowdy, who's now the, the manager of, of Wallingford, and you know, Glenn had obviously had a very successful um, term as manager of Reading YMCA. And he was looking to get involved, and Glenn came in, and and he was absolutely fantastic. And uh, you know, Glenn was c- close to uh, Rob Wichard, um, who had coached Wantage when they when they won the league. The, I think it was the previous season or the season before that. And uh, and we had a conversation with with Rob, and Rob came in, and the three of us worked together for for, for the following season. And uh, yeah, you know, I really enjoyed it. And. Um, you know, we you know we had some some good fun. We, had, we you know we had a we had a good team. I felt um, Glenn at the end of the season again. You know, you know, listen, we're you know we're obviously all volunteers, and and Glenn um, was busy at work and, and and had to step down. So uh, you know, I, I was had a conversation with Rob, and Rob wanted to stay, and, and obviously Rob stayed with with me until um, until this you know until last week and uh, you know Rob's been absolutely fantastic you know he's um, uh, you know he's like me he's, he's you know he's, he's he's an old boy like me you know but uh, you know he's, he's he's so enthusiastic you know I mean um, I mean you know, I'm sure Rob won't, won't mind me telling you you know I think he's he's turned 60 now but he's you know he's, a, he's as keen to learn as a you know a young 17 18 year old lad who's who's, who's Starting off, starting off, you know, just doing their, their early stages of football coaching. So, uh, yeah, and again, I, you know, I've loved, I've loved working with Rob, you know, every every minute. And um, you know, I, I, I speak to him regularly, um, and we're, we'll always be in contact. And Rob, you know, Rob's the same as me. He's, um, you know, football's been a massive part of our life, um, and it's going to be strange, you know, not to be in a dugout. Um, you know, but but you know Rob as well. I you know I mean you know, I, I thoroughly expect to see Rob in a in a dugout again somewhere. Um, you know when when he's able to. Hey, say there. Um, yeah, it'd be strange not to be in a dugout. Your management career's uh, been a pretty long one for um, someone at this level. And you mentioned previously that your final um, uh, game as a player was uh, alongside Jamie McClurg. Uh, I believe that was at Finch Hampstead. Um, at what point during your sort of playing career did you think start thinking about management? And what um, was, was that always on the cards or was that uh, something that you sort of happened into? Uh, actually, my, um, uh, yeah, probably, probably one of my final game at, at Finch, as a pro- what I would call a proper player, would have been alongside Jamie. But I did have a game for um, uh, Wokenham a little bit later on in my late 30s which um uh, tom may ask me about later which was um <laughs> which was quite so exciting but um i don't know i mean you know my i mean my you know my family um you know i was one of five children um my eldest brother was was heavily involved in in local football at you know reading league level these the, there was a club along the nine ride used to play behind the whole the old hula ported pub called saint sebastian's which you know, my brother and, and my dad previously were, were heavily involved in running and, um, you know, managing teams. And so I suppose I, I grew up with a little bit, uh, with it a little bit of parks level. But it's certainly at Finch Hampstead, you know, I, I always felt that, um, you know, 
I always found it was it was something that I would have wanted to get into. Um, you know, I mean, I I was quite fortunate for for all my my days at playing at Finks that uh, you know I didn't pick up many injuries, but I, I did pick up a particular one a year that we got to um, uh, a County Cup final. I can't I can't remember who we played in the final. It was it, it was one of the Abingdon sides. It was Abingdon Town or, or Abingdon United, and. Uh, <laughs> Um, I think the, the first, the, the initial date for the game, it, it, it was called off for one reason or another, and I, I had an injury. Um, and then when the final was played, uh, you know, unfortunately, I wasn't fit enough to play. Steve, Steve McClurg, who was the manager at the time, was, um, I think he was away on holiday. So uh, I stood there in the dugout as, as, a, as a senior player and um, managed it as best I could, really. But um I think we, yeah. I mean, the final was at Chesham, and uh, I think we definitely lost. I think we we, we lost one 0 or two one, which uh, you know, and I just it just felt comfortable really. And um, you know, the, I suppose the only thing looking back, you know, that was another final that I got to that I ended up coming second, which uh, <laughs> yeah. I've done an awful lot in the managerial career. So, so at least I've been consistent. <laughs> um, let's uh, so. You t- let's take it right back to kind of where you where you started managing. Um, we, you now, okay. So I know you managed uh, some Wokingham and Embrook Allied Counties teams. Is that right? That's right. Yes. Um, yes. Uh, I, I chat to a to a chat to a guy that, that played for you, a guy called Joe, um, and I cannot for the life of me now remember his surname. Um, uh, it was called Joe. Uh, I'll I'll kick myself afterwards because I can't remember. But he said uh, he no. said to go on. Joe Finn. Yeah, Joe Finn. That's it. Yeah, Joe Finn. And he said uh, he said your email address was was particularly interesting at the time because you you had an email address which was dodgy rog or something something along those lines. I did actually. I'm not. I think one of my children chose that for me. So, uh, <laughs> uh, and I think back in the days of uh, you know when I when I was obviously heavily involved in Wokingham, um, you know, I mean there was a stage at Wokingham where I think I was uh, I was managing and coaching the under sevens the. Uh, the under 16s, I think the the allied counties, um, and also um, uh, assistant manager to obviously Wayne Wanklin in the first team. So I, I was doing all of those things, and yeah. also I was I was heavily involved in um, in the organisation of the six aside tournament, which I, I had every year. So uh, and I had that email address as the, as the one to contact. <laughs> so uh, yeah, uh, it was uh, yeah, it probably it probably wasn't the right one to pick. That's for sure. Um, just I know also on your on your Twitter bio you um you may have changed it now but you did uh, at one point it was it, it sort of said uh, divorced and I was just wondering if that heavy involvement in Wokingham and Embrook somehow led to that because I suspect uh, my wife might kick me out for for such a such heavy involvement and never being home. Yeah no no I think football or no football is always going to get divorced <laughs> but but no I, I obviously football was a, has always been a big part of my life and. Uh, yeah, I, I was married very young. I was, uh, you know, I was, uh, I was, I was engaged at seventeen and married at twenty. So wow. I, I did, I did eighteen years. So that was, uh, that was enough. <laughs> it, uh, sorry, I, did, I didn't really need. We don't need to go down the personal route in uh, absolutely no reason for that whatsoever. It's just, uh, it just, it was it just a... crossed my mind with with heavy involvement. So, <laughs> um, so and, and I guess so. Wokingham and Embry, you took over from Wayne. And yes. and you you didn't do too badly at Wokingham either. You you you, you were certainly in the Lavellic Premier um, when you when you stepped down. Um, yeah. 
what was that like sort of being involved being in charge of Wokingham because as you know as I say it was a su- fairly successful side yeah I mean you know Wayne Wayne was a, a, a fantastic manager I mean I you know I'm not sure if you know Wayne uh, no uh, I don't uh, 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 what his you know background was but you know Wayne was an ex-pro at Reading um you know he played uh obviously you know a high level of non-league football at, at Wokingham and other clubs and he, he managed Wokingham I think he managed Fleet um you know when Wayne came in as Wokingham manager I was you know I, I think I was I was managing the, the reserve side of the development side at the time so obviously I stepped up to to help him and it was great you know I mean the majority of the side was either um players that sort of come through my youth side or the youth side that he was heavily involved in, which was two years older. So, you know, he obviously had his son, Sean. You had, uh, you know, I know you mentioned uh, Nicky Bateman on your podcast yes. the, the other night. You know, people like Nicky, Sam Whiting, um, you know, Jack Broom, David Bellis, Alex Walton. So, yeah, it was, I mean, listen, we had a really, really good young side. And, um, you, know, you know, Wayne was one of those managers that, you know, when he spoke, you, you sat up and listened. Um so it was a great experience to be in a dressing room with him and, and learn from him. And it was a, you know, it was, it, it was a great bunch of lads as well. You know, there was, uh, you know, a lot of that group had played t- football together, youth football for many, many years. Um, and uh, it, it was some enjoyable times, you know, we had to say, you know, Wayne, we won that, you know, Wayne was manager and, and uh, we, sorry, we didn't win the league. We got promoted from division one East, um, and we, and we come up to the Premier and, um, you know, wait, I mean, I think we were only a month into the season and uh, we travelled all the way down to Pegasus Juniors in, in Hereford. Oh, and, God, uh, yes. Yeah, and I don't think they'd had a great start, actually. I think they they were they were bottom of the league and I think we were leading 2-1 at half-time and ended up getting beat 3-2 and, and, uh, and Wayne decided to stand down on the, on, you know, step down after the game, you know. So, um, I, I've got to be honest, I, I didn't expect to, to be asked to, to take over as man as manager, but uh, you know, Mark, I mean, Mark Ashwell um, gave me the opportunity, and um, yeah, it was it was one that you know I enjoyed, and and I enjoyed my. I think that in the end, it was two and three quarter seasons as manager at that level in the Hellenic Premier League, and I think every year we progressed. You know, we were higher up the table, so um, you know, we, we'd have liked to finish a, a couple couple of places higher certainly in, in my last season but we played good football uh, we were good to watch um, um, as, and as I say you know a, a number of those players I mean sadly a number of those players aren't playing football anymore but uh, a number of those players you know have moved on to, to play football at a higher level hmm. You're saying that um, you had a couple of good seasons I think you finished was it sixth in your highest uh, season with Wokingham there in the, um, in the pre- is that right? I think it was sixth, actually. Yes, yes. Yes. Yeah. It, it was certainly sixth or seventh. You know, all I can remember is that you know we did, uh, you know, we progressed year on year, um, mm. w- which was good. Um, and obviously, uh, you know, Wayne, as assistant to Wayne, we'd won the Reading Senior Cup um, one one year uh, against Woodley uh, in a game. Actually, I don't think we probably deserved to win. I think Carl Davis will probably tell you that. But um. um <laughs> But you know, in my time as manager as well, you know, we, you know, we 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 won the Reading Senior Cup. Um, we beat we beat or Ibis one year. I think it was three one. And you know, they were they were a good side. But 
I looked at my Wokenham side that night and, and I still look at a picture and I thought, you know, that's a proper side. And, and, I, and I, I did feel if, if we'd have, we could have kept that side together, um, you know, and maybe added a couple of players to it, we, you know, we could have challenged right at the top of the table. But, uh, you know, one thing, you know, nothing stays the same. You know, there was a couple of players who decided that, you know, football was going to take a back seat for them. And there was a couple of other players who, who obviously were courted by, by other teams. And, uh, yeah, so, uh, you know, we, it, didn't quite, it didn't quite happen for us. Mm. I believe the the season you left was also the season, or when you left, was that when Wokingham took um, voluntary relegation? And uh, did that take part, uh, play a part in your decision to leave? Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, I um, as I say, what fantastic club Wokingham, and you know, nobody's more pleased than I am to see them now back in back in Wokingham. Mm. They've got got their own ground, and uh, you know, I'd have loved to. Have, Obviously, if the season had ended this year, I'd have loved to have seen Wokenham back playing Step Five football next year. Um, but yeah, I mean, that, yeah, that 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 was the main decision, really. I, you know, I I just I knew what was going to happen at the end of that season. I knew Wokenham had decided that uh, you know ground sharing was going to be something that, that I mean, it was obviously stretching them, and, and they weren't able to do it uh, the following season. So you know, for me, it was the sensible decision was to to step down. Um, and again, I mean, I probably stepped down then, thinking that uh, maybe I was going to have a have a year out and, and, and see what mm-hmm. happens. But uh, but you know, I got the call from Tally, and uh, you know, when when Tally um, it certainly wasn't a, 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 you know a, a call that I was going to turn down. <laughs> um, can can you see yourself sure. managing again, Rog? Can you see can you see it happening again? I think so. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, obviously the you know the statement that um, Finfield put out and and, and and Bob put out is that you know I'm going to be involved behind the scenes at, at Finfield um, this year. Uh, I mean, as I say, you know, we don't know when. Sorry, this year or next year, we don't know when when, when that when that's going to be. And you know, I certainly see see myself doing that. Um, but you know, in, in a in a year's time, I suppose. Uh, if if a job came along and it was it was the right job and I felt it was you know the right sort of challenge for me at the right club, um, I'd certainly consider it. I think um, mm-hmm. you know you know as I say you know you, when you've been in football all your life and you you know you've, you you come to the end of your playing days and you know at the end of your playing days you start coaching you know be it seven eight year olds and uh, you know footballs been such a big part of your life it's going to be strange to 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 be not involved somewhere so uh as i say you know as, as it stands right here right now you know i'm going to look forward to a, a, a year out of football management um and then we'll see how we feel uh, in a year's time what are you going to do with that uh all your spare time now uh have you got any plans uh or is it just uh, see how it goes? <laughs> well, I'd like to have done a bit of travelling, but um, but yeah, I'm not, oh, really yeah. I'm not I'm not going to be travelling far at the minute. But uh, yeah, no, I uh, I've, um, I've got plenty of jobs to do, uh, <laughs> plenty of a bit of painting and decorating, a bit of gardening, I think. But uh, but you know, you listen, when you know when football when football starts again, um, you know I'm certainly not going to be a stranger around. 
round football clubs. But uh, you, you know, as I say, I'm, I'm definitely going to be watching the, the lads at Binfield. You know, I'm going to going to be there and uh, and supporting them all the way. Um, and as I say, it'd be nice at times to go around and visit uh, you know some of the other football sides in the football clubs in the area as well. Um, Roger, I know you like your your ground hopping a little bit. Um, mm. whether, whether that's uh, whether that's just be part of the job and you you go in and watching players, but I, I know you you've been a bit further afield. Uh, what what sort of grounds do you like? Because and obviously you support. I know you support QPR, and so so going to football league grounds is is yeah. is something you do. But I've you know I've seen on Twitter you go to an awful lot of of non league grounds. What what sort of grounds do you like going to? What what ones really really get the get the juices flowing, yeah. so to speak? Wow. Uh, that's a yeah. I don't know. I like any round that's got a couple of goals in it and a, <laughs> and a, and a stand and, a, and twenty-two players on the field. But um, but I mean, I, I must admit, uh, I'd go. I'll go and watch football anywhere. Me, you know. I um, I mean, probably in the last probably last year or so, I probably haven't, haven't been to quite so many many grounds. But uh, you know, prior prior to that, yeah, you know, if I could go and watch a game of non-league football every night of the week. I would have done so. So, um, but you know, I, I, I think probably two years ago, you know, I remember going up to um, see my daughter who lives in in Newcastle. I think it was a, a Thursday night, and I think I sorry Thursday, sorry it was on a on a Thursday before before Easter, and I've driven up all the way up to, to the northeast. I think it took me about five and a half hours. I don't think the traffic was 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 great, and I think uh, my daughter said to me, she she said, uh, you know, just go have a night in tonight. I'll be down. I said. When I'm actually, I was thinking of driving an hour south to watch a, a, a non-league game. And I can't remember. I think it was one of the one of the sides actually was due to play Bradlaw in the FA bars. I can't remember what, what the name was, but uh, but uh, and I think I watched three or four games over over that weekend in the <laughs> northeast. And I mean, listen, you know, when when you go up to grounds up there as well, I mean, they're just so passionate, you yeah. know, and the crowds that they get. But um, but yeah, you know, um, I'll watch a game of non-league football anywhere, me. Are there any grounds on your hit list that you want to uh, tick off, especially now that you've got uh, a bit more time? Oh, dear. Um, I think I'd like... Is it, is it the, I'd like to go... I've always wanted to go to Lewis, actually. Is it the dripping pad? Yes. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So that's, uh, that's, that's always been a ground that I've, you know, I thought, yeah, I'd, I'd like, to, uh, like to go there. And uh, um, a Dulwich Hamlet back home. Yes, they are. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, they are. yeah. Another another ground that I've always sort of thought. Yeah, I'd like to go and watch a game of football there. So, um, and as I say, hopefully, uh, hopefully at some stage soon, I'll be able to go and pay those those two clubs a visit. I did do. I did get to do Lewis. Uh, this was before they had the big stand there, and that that was a that was a great place to um, to to go and watch football. And I, I've not done Dulwich Hamlet though. That is one I'd I'd like to do. Yeah, uh, I mean, you, you know, they also. The, you know they get good crowds, don't they? They're quite passionate. Yeah. But uh, you know, if, if I had a, if I had a choice to go and watch a game of football at uh, you know at step five or above, or, or go and watch a, a, a you know a Premiership game, uh, you know, listen, you know, I, I don't remember, I, I love all football, but uh, I, I'd, I'd go and watch a non-league game all day. Mm. Um, good. We we sort of we kind of got to the point where we need to kind of wrap it up, but I I still have a few questions. I don't know about you, Rob. Are you all right to carry on for a few minutes, yeah. Roger? Yeah, go on. Yeah, let's keep going. Uh, Roger, are you all right to carry on? Yeah, cool. Course, yeah. Um, Rob, do you do you want to go? Uh, well, yeah. Um, 
you've uh, the part of the, your management career we haven't really spoken about is Binfield, and uh, well, that's true. Yes, spoken a little bit about the end, uh, but we haven't really spoken about um, uh, sort of the bulk of your career there. Um, you had consistently good uh, league finishes there, um, a little bit of success, but not um, as much as you would have liked, <laughs> especially with the number of finals, perhaps. Uh, the, the sort of the highlights of your uh, of your time there. Um, over the whatever it was, the six, seven, eight years. Yeah, I think we, yeah, I think it was just just under seven years, wasn't it? I, I mean, look, you know, we got to, I think we got to seven cup finals in five seasons, which uh, which wasn't a bad record. And I suppose it, it proved that we knew how to get we knew how to get to them. It, our problem mm. was 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 working out how to win one. Um, mm. And you know, and some of the, some of those cup finals were uh, were ones that we were, you know, we were we were, we were odds on favourites to win as well. So I, I suppose you know, my highlight's got to be the, the win against Statham in the obviously in the the, the Fudley Cup. I mean, uh, you know, obviously I, I don't think uh, Thatcher had, had lost for forty odd games. So it, it, you know, listen, it was probably it was probably a good time to play them based on the fact that they were. You know, they had Wembley to look forward to about three weeks later. But, you know, the fact was, you know, we played very, very well that night against a very, very good side. Um, and it, it and it was nice to, to you know, to, to actually win the cup final for a change, I suppose. But, um, you know, but, you know, and again, highlights this year, I suppose, you, you know, I've got a terrible record in the FA Vars. So, uh, you know, it, it was it was fantastic to go on a, on a little run this year. It was, uh, you know, that, that day... You know that I know you were there, Tom. You know yeah. that, that that day down at Deal in in that weather. You know Mellor's getting sent off. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. And as I say, it, it, it would have been it would have been lovely to to you know to, to have you know gone gone at least a step further in that competition, but it, it wasn't to be. But uh, but you know that that you know I certainly have fond memories of that. That's for sure. And can you tell us about some of the some of the players you work with at Binford? I think I think we're all right to talk about them now. Uh, now now that you've uh, now that you've departed, and, I've and... not mentioned Shorty, have I? <laughs> well, we we got we got, we've obviously got George Shorts with lawyers on a retainer at the moment. So, um, but some of the, some of the players you work with, who what were the what were the highlights, and 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 which of the players did you did you really kind of kind of gel with? got that many players I suppose I've worked I've worked with Binford over the last six or seven years you know it's you know there's a, there's a lot to list really but um you know I, I think I was in a bit of dreamland this year you know when I, when I was looking around the dressing room and you know I saw um you know obviously Gracie there you've got Dodsey there you've got Tom Mellodew and um you know Sean Moore George Short um yeah, this year in particular, it was just such a great dressing room. You know, not not only did we, you know, we had good footballers, we we had good personalities as well. Um, and you know, for for all my time, you know, when I when I took over as Binfield manager, I took over um, an experienced dressing room, a you know, a, a real, you know, close knit group of players that played for many years under Tally. Um, I suppose at the end of that first season, you know, my you know, I wasn't expecting Tally then to go and get another job at Burnham and take a few players with him, and obviously a few players then, <laughs> a few players then went off to, to Flatwell Heath as well, if I remember. But um, I mean, you know, listen, I'm, you know, 
I work in sales. I'm, I'm a people person. I'm not one who really rants and raves in the dressing room. So, um, you know, hopefully in my, my time in management, I, I, I haven't, um, you know, I, 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 I'd like to think I've got on with every player that's been in my dressing room. I mean, you know, it's, it's a hard job as a manager to keep every player happy all of the time. Um, you know, at times you have to make tough decisions and there's always going to be somebody that's disappointed. But, um, yeah, as, as I say, you know, uh, I, I, I certainly, uh, I couldn't name any player that I've managed that uh, that, uh, that I don't like. <laughs> um, I've just got, I've just got one more. Uh, Rob, have you? How many have you got? Uh, just the one. Cool. Uh, do you want to go first, or shall I go first? You go first. Why not? And I'll finish. Rog, who is your favourite referee? That's an easy. <laughs> that's an easy one. Go on. I hate them all. <laughs> no, no, no. Honestly, no, listen. I, I, I don't. I um. Listen, you know when I when I when I played, um, I suppose most most of the cards I picked up were for descent. Um, I suppose as a manager, obviously all the cards I picked up were, were yeah. for descent. But um, you know, you know, a bit like a player when he crosses the white line. You know, once once I once I'm in my dugout, I'm a, I'm a different. I'm a different person. I want to win, and uh, you know, as a manager, you see things different from a referee at times. And you know, it's a it's a tough job for them. But um, my favourite referee, I'm <laughs> like, oh, like you. listen, I used to like Ernie Moore. Ernie Moore was a character. So um, you know, I'm not even sure. I'm not even sure if, if Ernie's still repping. I think he got promoted, and, and now I'm not sure. But you know, I I, I enjoyed good banter with, with Ernie Moore over the years. But I've got to be honest. The, the, I suppose the ones from last year, the, the ones that are coming through, are, are, they're a lot younger, aren't they? I yeah. mean, uh, you know, I mean, you know, most of them don't really want to talk to you because um, they, yeah, they, they aren't, they aren't good at conversation, really, you know. But um, yeah, I, Ernie would be my favourite, <laughs> definitely. But I should, I should think they're all in their WhatsApp groups. Yeah. Over the last few weeks, thinking, crikey, <laughs> thank God he's gone. <laughs> It was always fun watching you uh, interact with with the referees, Rob, from the sideline. I shall miss that. Uh, Rob? Last one, then. Um, you mentioned uh, across this interview uh, um, a number of people who you've worked alongside with, such as like uh, Mark Antire and uh, Wayne Wankley and a few others. Um, who had the biggest influence on your managerial career and what did they teach you? Proper journalist, Rob, there. Oh, yeah. Well, that's, that's, uh, that's a very good question. I mean, I, um, you know, I mentioned Wayne, I've mentioned Tally, and uh, you know, I learned an awful lot from from, from those two guys. Um, and and I suppose you know another that I should mention is probably Graham Malcolm, who was you know, manager at uh, Flatwell Heath. So you know, Gray Gray's is somebody that you know I, I haven't known as long as the other two, but you know, I got I got to know him. I suppose you know just prior to him taking over as, as, as Flatwell manager. And I mean, he lives in Spain now, um, you know, I put, you know, and I still speak to him, I'm still in touch, but I suppose I used to speak to Graham every day. Um, and I, I learned an awful lot from him, you know, and, uh, you know, I suppose, you know, I think one of the things you learn as a manager is, as you get older is you don't get too, you know, you don't get too excited by the highs or too down by the lows. Um, and I think that's, that's important to, to remember that um and you're always learning you, you know as i say you know that there isn't a day that, that went by in my in my time in management that i, w- I wasn't learning you know and uh, 
you know, if I if I knew sort of then what I know now, um, and I've certainly made mistakes in in management, and uh, and I wasn't, you know, I wasn't too proud to admit at times that I did it. You know, I think if you if you if you if your sides getting beat, you can't always you can't always say your side didn't play well. You have to give the opposition some credit at times. Um, you know, and sometimes if you do get beat and get well beat, sometimes as a manager, you have to you, you have to accept that, you know, it might have been your tactical decision or the way you set up that that, that was the reason why you got beat today. It's uh, you know, it's it, it, it's it's easy to take the plaudits when you when you're winning, but when you're losing, it can't always be your players' fault. Rog, thank you. Thank you very much for joining us. We do have just one final question we ask everybody. Um, I, I know you've listened before, so you probably know this. Um, but uh, yes, could you recommend a box set or a TV show you're watching to our listeners? Oh, I tell you, up until about six weeks ago, I hardly watched any TV, <laughs> but I've got quite a few to tell you, to be honest. But, but I, know, I know Gareth Ainsworth mentioned that... that um, was it the English game the yes. other week? So I would certainly recommend that. Um, you know, that, that was very good. Um, and also, I mean, they've probably mentioned before, you know, I'd certainly watch Stranger. And if you watch Stranger and you haven't watched, haven't watched Safe, I would watch Safe too, because that's fine. I think it's written by the same author. So, uh, <laughs> you know, there's a few to go on with there. But, um, yeah, I'd recommend them. Thanks very much, Rog. Um, that was the Berkshire Football Stories podcast, pub but not in a pub chat, with former Binfield and Wokingham and Embrook manager Roger Herridge. You can see more in this series by searching Berkshire Football Stories on your favourite podcast app. Please subscribe and for all the latest, and if you have a minute, please give us a rating and a review. All that's left to say is that it's goodbye from me, Tom. Uh, it's goodbye from Rob. Goodbye, everyone. Uh, and it's goodbye from Roger. Goodbye, everyone. Take care. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in business into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. 
LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply. 